Welcome to the Mike Ricksecker Audio Journey on MikeRicksecker.com. Can you solve the mystery of coffins that have been thrown around inside a sealed vault? Welcome to Friday Night Ghost Rides from Hunter Road Media, where we explore all things paranormal and supernatural. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. Explore with us. On the island of Barbados in the Caribbean is a mysterious vault in a cemetery which lays claim to having had one of the strangest haunts of the entire region. This vault at Christchurch Parish Church Cemetery, which has had coffins tossed around inside as if they were toys, is known as the Chase Vault. The Chase Vault, a structure of coral and carved stone, dates back to 1724 when it was built for James Elliot, who was never buried there, and it remained empty for more than 80 years when Thomasina Goddard was laid to rest inside in 1807. The quiet tomb suddenly became very active after Colonel Thomas Chase bought it in 1808. Sadly, Colonel Chase's new tomb was needed almost immediately when little two-year-old Marianne passed away. Her small body was placed in a tiny tin coffin and she was laid beside Miss Goddard inside the vault. Closing them inside the tomb was a large marble door that was rumored to be so heavy that it took the strength of six or seven men to open it. Four years later, Marianne's oldest sister, Dorcas, died under mysterious circumstances and the vault was needed again. Rumors circulated that Dorcas died as a result of abuse from her father, who was known to be brutal toward family members and slaves. The long-term abuse caused Dorcas to fall into a deep depression, and she starved herself to death. Her body was encased in a lead casket, which took several people to heave into the tomb. There she was placed with her sister and Thomasina. Perhaps it was due to guilt, or perhaps it was due to grief, but a month later Thomas Chase committed suicide. He too was placed in a lead coffin this one weighing 240 pounds, and he was hauled to the vault. The contingent of people who brought him there were shocked and dismayed when they opened the massive marble door and discovered the coffins of the girls had been greatly disturbed. To their horror, the coffins had been violently thrown about. The coffin of Marianne pushed up against the far wall, and the coffin of Dorcas also against the far wall, but standing on end with his head downward. Despite the challenge it would have been to move the massive marble door without notice, the authorities chalked up the incident to vandals, and Thomas was placed in the tomb while the other coffins were moved back into their proper positions. The vault was sealed with the marble stone once again. Four years later in September 1816, 11-month-old Samuel Brewster Ames, a Chase relative, was to be placed in the tomb, and once again, the vault was a mess when it was opened. Once again, there were no signs of tampering of the marble door, and once again, the coffins were tossed about, this time with some stacked on top of others. With still no explanation, save for the idea that it may have been slaves who were mistreated by Thomas, the coffins were arranged properly and the vault resealed. One report cites a woman in the graveyard not long after the resealing, hearing sounds so frightening coming from the chase vault that her horse began foaming at the mouth. A few days later, several horses around the Christchurch Parish area went insane and plunged themselves into the bay. Two months later, the father of young Samuel, Samuel Brewster, was murdered by angry slaves seeking justice. 
He was first buried elsewhere, but then he was exhumed to be placed with the body of his son. Again, the coffins in the vault were found to be strewn recklessly inside the tomb. There was still no explanation as to how the heavy lead coffins could have been thrown about so easily. There had been no earthquakes to speak of, no great floods, and other tombs around the cemetery had not been disturbed in such a manner. Rumors began swirling around the island about the haunted vault, so for the next burial, that of Thomasina Clark in 1819, the governor of Barbados, Lord Combermere, officiated the event. He and Reverend Orderson of Christ Church, who also attended, were not disappointed when they opened the vault and discovered the coffins had been tossed about. The only one remaining in place was that of the tomb's first occupant, Thomasina Goddard, whose simple wooden casket was such a shambles and splintering that her skeleton was protruding out from it. Her coffin would later be wrapped with wire to keep it together. Said the governor's wife of Lord Combermere's inspection, The walls, while examined, proved to be perfectly secure. No fracture was visible, and the sides, together with the roof and flooring, presented a structure so solid as if formed of entire slabs of stone. The displaced coffins were rearranged, the new tenant of that dreary abode was deposited, and when the mourners retired with the funeral procession, the floor was sanded with fine white sand in the presence of Lord Combermere and the assembled crowd. The door was slid into its wanted position, and with the utmost care, the new mortar was laid on it as to secure it. When the masons had completed their task, the governor made several impressions in the mixture with his own seal. For eight months, the vault remained sealed, but locals reported hearing voices and unexplained sounds calling out from within the tomb. The haunted chase vault remained transfixed on everyone's mind, including the governor's, who finally let curiosity get the better of him. In April 1820, he ordered that the seals on the vault door be opened for an inspection. While the seal was still intact, what they found when they opened it was bizarre. Thomas Chase's massive lead coffin was upright and blocking the entrance to the vault. Once they were able to move and access the tomb, they discovered that the ransacking was even worse than before. Some coffins were upended, some had been thrown on top of each other, Marianne's coffin had been smashed against the wall so forcefully that part of it was found broken off in the corner, and the side of Dorcas's coffin had broken off, her arm protruding out as if she were reaching for something. In all of the catastrophe, the white sand on the floor remained undisturbed. Lord Combermere had seen enough. He ordered that all the bodies within be exhumed and interred elsewhere in the cemetery, in separate graves. The chase vault was to remain forever vacant, which it has ever since. Over time, the large marble door was removed, perhaps used in some other construction, with metal bars now in its place. Time moved on, but the legend remained popular. An account of the story was first published 13 years later in 1833 by James Edward Alexander in his Transatlantic Sketches, with variations by other writers in 1844 and 1860. Much of the source material for Alexander's article comes from anecdotes told by Reverend Orderson of Christ Church, which some researchers have said contradict each other. The lack of burial registers and period newspaper articles hurt the story's credibility. However, there does exist an unpublished first-hand account by Nathan Lucas, who claimed to be at the final vault opening in 1820. One prominent skeptical investigator doesn't just believe that these stories are historically dubious, but believes the Chase vault stories may actually be a Masonic hoax. While claiming the tales of buried treasure on the infamous Oak Island are Masonic allegory of a secret vault, so too are allegedly the stories of the Chase Vault. These stories are supposed to contain symbols and phrases Freemasons would have recognized and been able to interpret. 
Was the Chase Vault really haunted? Was it just an island legend? Or was the story a fabrication in order to secretly relay Masonic messages openly in plain sight? That's for you to decide. And for other paranormal stories from around the world, check out our other videos off to the side of your screen. I'm Mike Ricksecker. Till next Friday night. <laughs>